0: Welcome to From the Ground Up, insights into crop production productivity from Salford's agronomy expert, Jim Boak.
1: Good morning. Today is Monday, January 23rd, and you are listening to From the Ground Up. Today we have Margaret May uh, from Glassy. We do not currently have Jim. He is tied up, so it's just uh, Jessica and Margaret here. Margaret, would you like to introduce yourself to our guests today?
0: Thanks, Jessica. I'm Margaret May. I'm Regional Program Lead with Ontario Soil and Crop, and we are contracted by the provincial government to deliver educational and cost-share programs to farmers in Ontario, So GLASI is the program that we're talking about today. That's the Great Lakes Agricultural Stewardship Initiative. It has a number of different layers and different cost share opportunities depending on the time that you're looking at the program. And at the moment, we're dealing with the Farmland Health Incentive Program and the Farmland Health Checkup. What's the eligibility area for the GLASI program? GLASI is is a targeted program and it's concentrating on the water quality issues that have been showing in Lake St. Clair and Lake Erie. So if you draw a line roughly from Tobermory to Niagara Falls, everything west of that is targeted geography for glassy.
1: So you mentioned the Farmland Health Checkup. What does that entail?
0: So the Farmland Health Checkup is an opportunity for producers to sit with a trained certified crop advisor and do a soil health assessment of their operation. So pick three farms, one that is that performs really well in terms of soil health, and two that are, my words, less than bragworthy. and then <laughs> talk about the things that you could do to increase soil health on those two farms to bring them up to the level of the good one. So it's a document. Uh, that process is free to the farmers, The program pays the certified crop advisors to sit and go through that whole checkup. And then once that farmland health checkup is completed and the farmer has identified priorities, then there's a farmland health incentive program so that the growers can apply to the program for funds to make those changes and their improvements within their operation.
1: And the Incentive Program, is there like a large amount of opportunity, I guess, for growers to receive funding for that? or
0: The Farmland Health Incentive Program has gotten growers highly excited. This is the third crop year that these funds have been available. And these are targeted to reducing tillage, placing phosphorus, keeping water and soil on your property and out of the water course. So this is the program that has dollars to upgrade planters for no-till, to do strip tillage, as I mentioned, place fertilizer. And this is kind of the only program that we've got that funds equipment. So everybody's always excited when there's money for equipment.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't hurt.
0: No, Um, for sure.
1: (laughs) And the Priority Watershed Project, is that what all of this is a part of then?
0: It's part of it but it's not everything so within the priority watersheds there were significant dollars in targeted watersheds in Ontario so that they could do some monitoring to evaluate the effectiveness of some of the practices implemented within the watershed so if if you were lucky enough to live in those targeted areas you had significant dollars available to entice you to make changes and you also had to participate in the monitoring that goes along with that so those of us who didn't live in those targeted geographies still have access to the program and significant dollars. If something was identified as a priority item when you completed your farmland health checkup, so if let's say I was gonna to move to no till, I was a conventional teller and I decided I wanted to move to no till that, that was a priority, fifty percent of the cost to a maximum of twenty thousand dollars could Go toward purchasing a no-till planter, or a no-till drill, or an air cart, or something that would allow me to plant no-till. So there's significant dollars.
1: Wow! And then, what do you guys do beyond that? Your uh, your education and outreach for this program.
0: So there were um, some proposals sent out to some conservation authorities and other groups to entice them to do some projects that would spread the education word and the news about glassy. So many of the conservation authorities got funds to do that, and there's kind of everything happening from, um, you know, water day for kids to a day to talk about soil erosion to digging some soil pits to look at movement. You know, wide range happening across the countryside. There's also some dollars available to... Ontario Soil and Crop Improvement Association, local associations to implement projects to bring in guest speakers. So, this whole focus of reducing phosphorus use, keeping your soil and your water on your property is a very prominent theme through Ontario agriculture and has attracted all kinds of attention from all kinds of organizations within Ontario.
1: Yeah, lots of fresh water to protect, right? Right the program itself, the the creation of it, was that done at an organizational standpoint or was it uh, like were there farmers and agencies involved or how did
0: that start? The Farmland Health Checkup, that document you sit with a certified crop advisor, that was developed essentially by OMAFRA staff and then between OMAFRA staff and some of the folks at Soil and Crop, the whole concept of the incentive program was developed Soil and Crop is the delivery agent, but we didn't develop all of it by any means.
1: And you guys typically get enough interest then that you're able to use all the funds uh, year to year? Uh,
0: The first two years of the program, we sold out really rapidly. The the first year was a little bit slower because it was kind of new to come about. Right. Uh, The second year, funds disappeared in a matter of hours, basically, because everybody was so excited. (laughs) Uh, The third intake or the third submission period, they put some restrictions uh, within the program so that if you got funds for equipment in the first two years of the program, you couldn't come back to that equipment category again. And there's a limit of 200 acres for cover crops and for adding organic amendments. So there's still room, there's still money in the program as we speak today. We're still accepting applications. And the only two requirements are a completed environmental farm plan within the last five years and that farmland health checkup that you complete with a certified crop advisor.
1: What about the farmland health checkup Uh, if they haven't had that done? Is that something that... They still
0: have time to do that. There's a list of trained certified crop advisors posted to our website. Okay. So they could just um, give one of them a call until they find one that's available to come and do that for them.
1: Awesome. Awesome. And when uh, when does that date run up for the funding?
0: It's still open. Anything? So we opened up in November. Yeah. And the applications are being reviewed in the order that they're received. And the projects that people are applying for will need to be complete by middle of December. Oh,
1: okay. So at the moment,
0: we're still accepting applications.
1: Okay. So you're going to accept them then pretty much until...
0: Uh, until the funds are, until are all allocated, yes. Okay.
1: Do you kind of oversee the uh, all the happenings of the program then? Or what exactly do you do?
0: Well, we do all kinds of speaking engagements to farm organizations and to farmers about what programs are available. Okay. We organize and deliver environmental farm plan workshops as well as biosecurity, traceability, food safety, and a business development program called Grow Your Farm Profits that all relate to the Growing Forward 2 program. So we essentially okay. deliver... Education and cost-share programs for both levels of government to oh, farmers okay. in Ontario.
1: So you do maybe a little bit more of the um, outreach stuff than the uh,
0: than the actual program, like than dealing with the applications and stuff. Is that right? You're right. Okay. Yes, I I talk, I do the speaking engagements. Talk to farmers if they have questions about uh, how to fill out the applications. Those come to me, and I have. Uh, there are five of us as regional program leads in the province, and we each have a couple of workshop leaders that help us deliver the workshops and you know follow through on those processes.
1: So, was there a specific incident that brought this about, or was it just the uh, the levels for pollution and that kind of stuff runoff um, that created this glassy program?
0: Well, those elevated levels of algae in Lake Erie certainly are, are not a good news story for either agriculture or society in Ontario. Yeah. So they were the impetus for sure. And the, the proposal by the Ontario government to reduce the phosphorus loadings by 40%, right, by 2020? Yeah. These all contribute to trying to get to that end result.
1: And uh, so there's no specific practice then that you guys are are uh, encouraging. You're just kind of using the health checkup as a as a bit of a, an overview, I guess, of what the farmer might need and what might work best for them. Is that?
0: That's right. We are we are encouraging reduced tillage. You know, the use of cover crops, the use of organic amendments to increase soil health, as well as things like erosion control structures and planting trees and, you know, taking fragile land out of production, those things all contribute to reduced erosion and reduced water carrying soil and nutrients off your property. So the quick and easy way to talk about what's eligible is anything that will allow you to keep your soil and your water on your property Mm -hmm. is probably an eligible item under the program.
1: Cool. Do you guys have a lot of interest in strip till right now?
0: There's a there's a lot of interest in strip till not just with this program there's some other private uh, organizations doing research right to determine Mm -hmm. what the benefits of strip till are it's it's showing promise for sure Uh, there's a lot of farmers who are very comfortable using no till drills and air seeders and are no tilling and can document their their changes in their fertilizer savings for sure when they can place that fertilizer rather than broadcast it. Right. There's still significant funds I've been told to talk about a lot. So.
1: <laughs> and um, they just go to your website? Yep,
0: ontariosoilcrop.org.
1: Well, thank you, Margaret.
0: That's great. Thank you very much. Thank you, Margaret. Have thought. a
1: good one. Thanks. Bye. You. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. You can stay up to date with Salford on Twitter at Salford Group. And on Facebook, same thing, Salford
0: Group. From the Ground Up was brought to you by Salford Group, manufacturers of Airway, BBI, Valmar, and Salford tillage, seating, and application equipment. For more information on Salford Group, go to selfordgroup.com or call 1-866-442-1293.